All right, I think we're back. How's it going? Are you back there? Yeah, I'm back. All right, man. I I I knew it was never gonna fail, bro. Like to this now. I mean, you'd be amazed at what all my editing can do. It just sucks sometimes because it's just like, oh man, I could almost get a fully good episode where I don't have to edit because I have to listen to that episode just to find out where that pause point is so I can edit it and then cut it out to where it doesn't even sound like we had any mess ups. So you'll be amazed when you hear the episode. But what I was talking about with the podcast idea, uh, I did professional wrestling for six But um, when I got hurt, well, basically, I was starting to have bad neck and uh, bad, bad neck issues regardless of how I was bumping, whatever. You usually tuck your chin in. And in the long run, it's kind of like, the example I would use, you know how like the when you hit the ball with a wooden bat, if you hit it like in a certain area, it just vibrates the whole bat and it makes yeah. your hands just like it feels like it's shocking your hands and you have to drop it. Well, that's kind of like how it was for me in wrestling because I was just going so I was not taking a break for a while and I was just going pedal to the metal for six years. It started taking a lot of big toll on my body. Uh, I was losing bad memory issues. Uh, I've had some severe neck problems for a little bit. Obviously, I haven't been in the hospital for these neck injuries, whatever. But my biggest thing that made me like, okay, I need to stop is when I couldn't really move my neck for three or four days. And knowing that from past, from my mom having huge neck injuries and herniated discs and everything, I was just like, it's time to quit. Like, I've got to, even though sadly at that time I had the title. I had to drop it, whatever, and I wasn't very happy about it because in wrestling, you don't want to take time off because it's kind of like a character. The crowd gets so invested into a character for so long when when they get hurt, whatever, you're gone. Like That's one bad thing about independent wrestling compared to like WWE, obviously, and all them that promote it. But for your talk about the podcast, whatever, so I only wrestled for six years. I feel like that's not that's not a very short time in wrestling, but in my eyes, it was kind of compared to like how I am longevity wise and everything. I always got really good knowledge on wrestling from wrestling podcasts and stuff. And I was listening to a couple of them with my, with some of my old friends and stuff. And they're like, you know what, since you got out of the game so early, why don't you think about doing a podcast? And then around the time the Corona and everything started happening, it was just like, I think it would be a good thing to actually do this podcast because, honestly, there's nothing else we could really do. Like, obviously, people are reading books and staying active and stuff now. Like, I'm pretty sure a lot of people would sit down and listen to podcasts. And you'd be amazed at how much knowledge you can get on it. And, and I was at first, I was thinking about just doing strictly a wrestling podcast. And then I was just like, you know what? I see so many of them, so many sports podcasts, whatever. How about I just do a podcast that talks about anything? And I think that's one thing that has made mine pretty popular right now is because it's no, it's no certain topic. So you hear some of my past episodes, I've got seniors dealing with uh, their senior year in high school, basically at home for quarantine. And I mean, it was a really, I had an enjoy, I really enjoyed that episode, uh, something about fitness. I mean, I've got a pretty good background with all the topics that I've talked about. And it's crazy. Even the people that I've, that I've known for so long and I ask them questions and talk to them about, 
there's some things I never even knew about with them. And like, no, no, don't get mad at me, but I didn't know you were home for two years in Florida. I thought you were still in Washington. <laughs> I mean, I'm just terrible. Yeah, it's Sometimes it's hard to keep up with people, too. We have so many people we went to school I with. I mean, I'm trying to stay on Facebook, man. I, I literally, I mean, honestly, that's one reason why I kept my social media well at the time, too, because obviously in my past episodes, I told people I'm, when I was in wrestling, obviously, that's how you really promote your character. It's like a business. And this one I'm just having fun with. And another thing with an issue, I was a mask character, so I had to be very secretive about what I presented on social media. This yeah, podcast no, right now, for yeah, for like, for the, obviously the prodigy fans that were, they were so heavily on me for the longest time, they can listen to me on this podcast and know, hey, I'm doing fine. I'm not, not in a wheelchair or anything like that. I mean, I'm just so... I'm very thankful for everything I've had. Uh, do I miss being in the ring? You bet your tail. Like, it, it was just no feeling like no other. Um, you knew me when I was really heavily on basketball and stuff. Like, I feel like that was a whole, a whole nother lifetime, bro, because I haven't even really played basketball in over three years. Yeah. <laughs> you were a super basketball in school. I mean, I was going to college for it and everything, so it was just like – I really was dead set on playing basketball, and obviously, time tells you differently. Yep, so, I'm a firm I mean, believer, man, and everything happens for a reason. Oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, well, that's awesome, though. You still real big on soccer? What's that? Are you still real big on soccer? Uh, I wouldn't say as much. Uh, I play every now and then, but nothing like what we did back in high school. Uh, I keep up with football the most, probably. <laughs> Football and baseball, man. Uh-huh. So, football is uh, amazing. I run my fantasy league. If you want to spot in it, uh, I miss sports. Oh man, man. I think I, I think you were in my fantasy league. I think you beat me this this year. Yeah, in the football. I believe so. You were my first loss actually. I was actually winning pretty good for a while, and then then you and Connor Petty just came out and just beat me out of the blue. I was just like, ah, there goes my money. Honestly. <laughs> Fancy anything can happen. You'll be doing good one week or a couple weeks, then you end up missing the playoffs. I was really shocked at how good Calvin Burroughs was in this daggum thing. I think he won the whole thing, didn't he? I believe so. I try not to get into too many leagues because it's just really hard to manage and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to do one league with like with y'all again. I, I loved it because it was just – we were all able to – just be able to talk again because I mean it's been a while. I mean I talked to Connor off and on a little bit, but nothing like how we used to in high school. Obviously nobody really does. And you remember how close me and Mark was, and <laughs> poor Mark is either out of state or anything. And I mean he's changed completely than what we remember him as. Honestly, and I'm yeah. very happy about it. Let's talk about. I Derek. mean that's a whole different. Let's talk about the success of Derek, uh, Derek. in the NFL. Oh man, uh, you go ahead. Tell me what you think. Uh, I think it's awesome to see what he's done. He was doubted this whole time. Uh, he was doubted in high school, doubted at the collegiate level. Too big to be a running back. Uh, he's done nothing but prove the doubters wrong, and I'm so excited for him. I may not have yes. known him on like a personal level, but 
uh, to see what he's doing in the NFL, to see him, you know, with all that success last year and proving more and more people wrong. It's pretty crazy. I hope he ends up getting a good contract and whatnot, but just the sheer fact that he's from Julian, it's a, it's a good feeling and a proud feeling to see him on TV and see him at that level performing the way that he is. Oh yeah, most definitely. And also congratulations on this little baby girl. And, um, yes. but yeah, man, Derek, yes. Derek is literally changed. And I said this on former uh, episodes and stuff. If Derek would have had the mindset that he has now, like Derek's learning how to play with a team. And obviously in high school, we had a team, but he was the team. We're going to be really honest. Uh, that was one reason why actually I kind of fell off of football for a while and everybody kept asking me, why, why'd you stop? Why'd you stop? I just didn't. When you play receiver, you want to play receiver. You don't want to play a blocker. And it's pretty bad when other teams tell you, hey, our coach told us to stop Derek, not to worry about any of y'all. And we had a very good team. Our quarterback, Connor Petty, was very well, even though at the time when Bobby Ramsey first came in, he changed the whole program. Like, it was you, – you knew the group. Me, Tario, Jeremy Deberry, Derek Peterson, Kelvin Rainey, Zach Camp, all these guys. And, and Bobby Ramsey came in here and took two Pop Warner guys and put them straight on varsity, and we were – and it, it gave us all a reality check. And I just felt like in high school – I feel like everybody wasn't getting an opportunity as much as, as Derek, obviously. And at this time, and I feel like if Derek's attitude would have been like how he was in high school, up to the college level, I don't think he would have succeeded as much just because it was a handout type scenario. But Derek is busted his tail, man. And I am so proud of him. Uh, I actually went and saw his last game. Actually, one of the games in Jacksonville, this is when Minshew was first starting out. It was a Thursday night game. I will never forget it. It was raining as can be. And <laughs> it was off and on raining that whole night. But it was just awesome to actually see him play on the NFL field. I remember when we were little, it was always me, him, D-Berry, Mario, Kelvin. One of us, we, we were all talking about we're going to all make the pro. Kelvin, I met Keith White. And it's just great to see one of us actually do it. And not only that. I said it before, I, we went to Camden High School and we saw how big game days are for them. I feel like Derek finally did that for you. I feel like Derek actually solidified Yuli on the map to where people don't need to doubt Yuli High School. People do not need to doubt people in Yuli, Florida. We could actually say we're from Yuli, Florida now and not go, where? Yeah, we're at. Even though it's not about Jackson. Yeah, that's where <laughs> Oh man, I remember. I remember when I'd be out of state and stuff like that. I had to say Jacksonville because no one knew where Yuli was. If you said Fernandina Beach, they heard of it, but if you said Yuli, they don't know that. Yeah. And and obviously, oh, you played with Derek and stuff. I'm like, well, technically, I grew up with him. But if, yeah, if we're gonna go with that, sure. Like, do I ask for handouts or anything? No. Like, me and Derek were really close when we were kids. Obviously, life is different. I mean, do I message Derek every other week saying, hey, man, how's it going? No. Like, 
I first time I talked to Derek is when we waited for him in that rain. <laughs> and I mean, it was pouring down rain. You got a whole high school reunion waiting on Derek at the end of that game. And the funny thing was, he was signaling the security guard to let everyone in. And the security guard looked at him and going, all those people? I mean, it was like 30 or 40 of us. And um, he was like, yeah, bring them all in. And the funny thing is just how that security guard kept looking at Derek. He was like, you're not even on the home team. Like, what yeah, the heck? Are you sure? <laughs> He's probably got more supporters out there than, yeah. than Jags fans, let's be honest. I mean, yeah, it was back and forth on that because obviously the Minshew area was starting out. And I feel like Minshew has probably saved Jacksonville in a way from obviously the crash that we had three years ago from almost winning, almost going to a Super Bowl. And, um, but how about when he made it? I mean, I really thought Derek was going to do it. And I was really, I was really testing it. I remember I asked Derek's dad back and forth on it. I was like, I'm really curious what Tannehill will do if it's really on him. And obviously we saw, like, obviously it, I felt like that game was kind of like watching a Yuli High School game a little bit. Like, they were just depending on Derek. And I really hope this season they know how to utilize him to where it's not just depending on him. Because in football, you can't just depend on you one can't guy. Be, you can't Clearly, be predictable in the pros at all. Great example. When we watched, when we watched Derek and them play against the Ravens, the Ravens was the top team coming in there. Everyone per, everyone doubted Derek's team, like saying, hey, man, they're going to get crushed. Like, he's going – Lamar's just going to run all over them and stuff. Obviously, that defense said no. And that was probably one of the best games I've ever seen Tennessee play. One of the best games. Um, I remember – I, when we go to the, just further on into that playoffs and the stuff, it was just like, wow, Derek might actually go to a Super Bowl. Like, I even thought about it. I was like, you know what? If Derek makes it to the Super Bowl, I'm going to go. Like, I'm going to support him. Even though we're not, like, best of friends anymore, but I feel like I'm obligated to at least support him on that. Absolutely. I was really hard that he didn't win it. Uh, they didn't make it because you could just tell it, it ate him up. Uh, I love Yeah, their, for sure. Their, they work all year to get to that moment. Exactly. I mean, any player, like, even when you're little kids, like, that's the first thing you think about. I want to be an NFL player and win a Super Bowl. So, obviously, it was a little bit of heartbreaking, and they've got a way of a heck of good turn of returning back this year. I mean, it's just, it's just based off of how they're going to play and just how they're going to utilize and this is really going to be the year we test to see if Tannehill really has what it takes. But I'm a Jags fan, yep, so, so I have no experience when it comes to games like that, obviously, because I'm terrified to know what our season's going to be. <laughs> I mean, I just so I don't understand what happened to Jacksonville. I feel like the main thing it, I'll say about Jacksonville was. I think it was just because of the group that we had. They were all about when we were winning, but when it started being the part about how to change and how to adapt, they were just still on that one high end, and it just it destroyed them. Uh, great yeah. example, Jalen Ramsey. Do I like do I like him? Yeah, I mean he was a great player. He was a great asset for us, but that season he lacked. 
way too much. And I feel like if he wasn't talked about, he was upset. Like he was going to throw shit or whatever. He wanted to be that center of attention, which is exactly. toxic. Exactly. And that, and I feel like that was one big toxic thing that happened. And then obviously more and more fed in with Tom Coughlin because I I feel like that was just an excuse on some things. Like how can you really blame a, 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 a GM or an owner or whatever and go, hey, you're the reason why we're not doing this. They're not on the field. They're not – calling the plays. They might be calling the plays, but they're not out there doing the play. So, honestly, is it really his fault? I mean, that's that's my biggest scenario on that. When people say, oh, the coach's fault, the coach's fault. Is it really the coach's fault? Like, you're the ones out there on the field. You're the ones playing. And and I'll have an example because I've played sports for so long. Do I sit here and blame – my coaches from past games that we won that we won or lost? No, because we're the ones on the field. They're they're just doing their job. Obviously they're telling us what they're doing. Execution do. and gameplay. Exactly. If they can't play the game, man, if I mean the coaches are responsible for solidifying a game plan and executing that. And is it always the coach's fault? No. Is it always the player's fault? No, but there has to be that balance, you know? I a just, lot of these players, I, they, I, I, I just hate the game, oh, let's point our finger at this person because this was not yes. as good as last week or whatever. And, I, dude, believe it or not, I don't even listen to sports as much as I used to just because, one, at my, at my job, it's talked about 24-7. I could find out about sports before sports centers even on TV. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's it's got to the point. Where it's just like okay, yeah, cool. Uh, but the NFL, obviously, people are always gonna watch, regardless of all this other stuff that's going on. I just want them to just be able to play. If uh, anything comes out of all this, obviously, people just need to be thankful for what we have, especially with this time I going agree. on right now. Uh, just, just. Be able to smile and be like, man, like, not a lot of people get this opportunity. Not a lot of people get this. And that's one thing about when I was in wrestling and stuff. I just, I'm very thankful for the time I had in it. I'm very blessed of what what it helped me become. Obviously, it's helped my podcast a little bit because, I mean, I don't think I would have as much reviews a little bit just because I wouldn't have my character on it. But I love the fact that I can be free about this now. I can talk about anything I want. I felt like for six years, I was just like, I was in a bubble to where if it didn't concern him, obviously my character, then it didn't need to be involved. It didn't need to be said, be heard, or whatever. And now it's just like, man, the handcuffs are off, and I'm just enjoying. You're free. (laughs) So like, oh, I just finally escaped. Like, it's really cool to be like, hey, ladies and gentlemen, I was that mess character. <laughs> like, it, it's just crazy. Like, yeah. But, I mean, I'm enjoying everything. Uh, I've actually pursued a new hobby, if you didn't know. I'm playing flag football now. And it, it's very competitive. I would just put it this way, man. Like, <laughs> it's been, you would think flag is not contact. Bull crap. If you want to know much more about it, man, listen to that last episode with my friend Stavion. Me and him have had some epic battles 
with our teams against each other so far for uh, tournaments and stuff lately, and it gets it gets to a point. It's just like wow, like I didn't expect flag to get the way it is, and I feel like flag football is on the rise from everything that's going on with regular football and stuff. I feel like flag football is going to have a very big future. For us. Not only that, really but it's just as fun watching and playing. Oh yeah, I did a, uh, oh, yeah. a team up in. Yeah, I did a team up in Washington, and we played a couple games, and we, we were okay, but it's just as fun, man. Just as competitive. The craziest thing is it's so different from regular ball, and you wouldn't think that. And that was one thing I, I had a mistake when I first started playing flag. I, I went in there thinking, like, I'm going to dominate. Like, I play football. I've got great knowledge on football, whatever, and I'm going to go in there and just dominate. Regardless of how good I am, I mean, it's based off of the team. You can't just carry one person on, on a flag football team. You literally have to all be in or <laughs> results are not going to happen. And it's got to it be a well built machine. Everything's got to click. Oh, yeah. Like, it, like <laughs> if, you're, if your defense is slacking, guess what? Nine times out of ten, they're going to score on you or your offense is going to have to pick it up and it gets harder just to depend on the offense. Honestly, yeah. in flag football, I feel like your defense is the main key. And then obviously, sports now, we've changed that fact of defense wins championship scenario. Look at the NBA. I don't know what defense is for NBA anymore. <laughs> the amount of points being scored every game, I don't know either. Oh, my gosh, man. If, if defense was like that in high school for me, oh, my gosh, I – I'd have a scoring title if that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> have a state championship, everything. Oh, I know, man. It's it, it's crazy just to see how much sports has changed so much. And I, the one thing that just makes me so sick of is when you hear on Sports Center, who's better, Michael Jordan or LeBron James? All right, let, let's even have this talk, man. How do you feel about Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers? Oh, where do I start? So you know me. I've been a Buccaneers fan since I was a kid. I used to be a Brady. I was. I used to be a Brady hater. Um, I'll tell you one thing, though. I appreciated how talented he was. I didn't really like him as a person, but for what he did on the field, I guess just growing up, you see all the success of the Patriots year after year after year. You get sick of it. You know, you want somebody Mm -hmm. new to win it. Um, but just mm-hmm. to going back to the Brady signing, it feels good. It feels good to have been a fan of a team that hasn't been good the past, you know, couple years. Ever since I was a kid, we've just been not great at all. We haven't produced on the field in free agency in the draft. We just haven't been there. Um, to finally have an off season of hope is amazing. To see Tom Brady get signed. Uh, for the next couple of years to see us sign Gronkowski to finally be able to get rid of Jameis and all of the interceptions that he threw and all of the, you know, just dysfunction. Hey, man. You can't hate on Jameis. You a big FSU fan, my friend. I, wasn't, I, I mean, I still am a big FSU fan, but Jameis just didn't produce behind the NFL line. He was way too inconsistent, way too inconsistent across the board. He'd have one game where he threw five touchdowns, and then you have another game where he threw one touchdown and four picks. And when you really take a dive into the Bucks games, he was a prime reason as to why we lost a lot of them. 
too many picks in key moments, too many picks early in the game. And then the pros, you know, turnovers lead to the other team winning. You win that turnover mm-hmm. margin, you're most likely winning the game. But I, I'm yeah. no, I don't knock Jameis for the person he is. He seems like a great guy. He does a lot for the community. Uh, did a lot for the Bucks, honestly. Uh, set a ton of records. Of, like, you got a good sell on crab legs. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm a Miami fan. I gotta throw that in there. Yeah, man, you gotta throw it in there. <laughs> but I mean, if we're being real, he did a lot for the Bucks. He did a lot for the organization. But he just he never took us to the promised land. And if you can't do that after five years, if you can't even give us a playoff berth mm-hmm. after five years, it's time to go. As much as I like you as a, I just feel like. You as, sorry. I just feel like with Jameis, like, in college, man, like, Jameis would start out so horribly. Yes. But here's yes. the craziest thing I thought I could never – you would never imagine. I remember a team scoring four touchdowns on them, and on commentary they're going, that's not enough to win. You're scoring four touchdowns back-to-back. Florida State don't have anything. Maybe a field goal because that – that kicker they had, Orego, whatever his name was, he would never miss. And he missed in the pros. Obviously, that would he be the only. Pros. Oh, is he still playing in the pros right now? Dude, uh, Roberto Aguayo was his name, and he, the Bucks got scrutinized for drafting him in the second round, which is way too high, because we had a ton of kicking problems. So our GM at the time was like, "Oh, let's go out and get." statistically the best kicker to ever kick in college football mm-hmm. and he never panned out in the pros he missed field goal after field goal after field goal uh he got cut by the bucks picked up by the bears cut by the bears picked up by the chargers i believe and never panned out i don't mm-hmm. know what happened to him extreme bust all i know is man he was a nightmare when it played against miami i mean it was just it, it was just crazy i mean just Seven years straight for y'all beating us for by one point is just sick. Yep, it's gonna be <laughs> extremely frustrating. Now we're game. finally getting it. Now we're finally getting two wins on you, and I'm hoping it keeps getting more. Hopefully, we don't hear this stupid saying the U is back, but I'm hoping <laughs> we're getting somewhere out of this. Like it, it's it's sad, but we're changing subject on this. But the Tampa Bay talk, I I I, I like. Tom Brady going there, but here's the real test. This is going to be the year we really see is the guy that we that we all look at and go, this is the greatest of all time quarterback. So my this is the yeah. I so feel my, like absolutely. I feel like I, this I, is going to be the test. Yeah, he uh, he needs to he needs to show, he needs to show what he can do without Belichick. That's. That's the main test. I feel like, obviously, with all his achievements and everything, you cannot throw Belichick not under it. You cannot put, you cannot say Tom Brady won something without Belichick. And obviously, when we sit here and say, yeah, it's the coach's fault, whatever, Belichick produces. I hate the Patriots with a passion. I don't use that word often anymore. For some weird reason, my old age, I've just. I try to resent saying the hate word. <laughs> like, hey, it's a very strong word in ways. But Belichick is just someone I absolutely despise. He is my Jaguars nightmare. <laughs> I, I will agree. never be unbitter that year that we should have won 
that AFC Championship game and been in the Super Bowl. I'm still better to the day on it because I now we're probably that. not going to be in the playoff. I remember we're that We're not going to be in the playoff for four years. It was it, – it's insane. But with Gronk coming back, uh, obviously Gronk was actually pursuing another career for a little bit. And obviously when Tom Brady decided to go to Florida – I think Gronk found that way to even want to go as well. Here's the yeah. test with Gronk and see if he can actually finish. Can he really produce the season? I'm I'm so, I I'm mean, curious to see what Brady does without Belichick and what with that what Belichick does without Brady. I'm curious to see what mm-hmm. Brady can do in our offense because you know we're loaded with weapons beyond belief, and then the addition mm-hmm. of Gronkowski makes it even better but in the nfl personalities have to have to click you can look at it with the cleveland browns they have stars all across the offense but they haven't been able to oh, produce they were so overhyped so overhyped and that's so my biggest thing that's my biggest thing is see is the tampa bay buccaneers really back this is going to be the year that we really test it out because obviously we overhyped the browns so much last season and they completely dropped. They completely failed to anyone's expectations. I remember when they first signed Odell Beckham, they thought they were going to the Super Bowl. And when they when they kept signing all these major talents, you could get as many talents as you want. And obviously we have seen this person. But if y'all don't play as a team, if y'all don't play as a unit, it's nothing. Because I mean, I love using the basketball term for so much. I mean, you've seen it so many times where, say, like, if you put Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan on the same team, they probably wouldn't win that many games because they're the ones that wanted to shoot the ball. So that that would frustrate them. That's not playing as a team. And I'm really curious to see how Tom Brady does. Uh, Am I going to be a Tom Brady fan? No. (laughs) Do I really hope that he's probably on his back a good portion of the season? Not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, man. We'll see at the offense. I mean, I mean it's, it's just whatever. But um, I want to ask you, is there anything, if you could go back to your high school days, is there anything that you would want to change? Ooh, it's a tough question. If I could go back to high school and change anything, honestly, no. Uh, like I said earlier, I think everything happens for a reason. Um, I guess if there was one mini thing, it would be more involved and in like, you know, going out with people and whatnot because I was kind of a quiet guy. But yeah, that would be about it. Um, you weren't around me. <laughs> yeah. I was never really one for like. Uh, we were all. Yeah, I was never really one for going. You're all in our nice little bubble, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I I guess like after hours. I was never into that. Me either, honestly. I was never Uh, really into that stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't change anything, man. I worked, I went to school, worked at Winn-Dixie for a couple of years. Then, you know, I went to Chick-fil-A for a while. Uh, After I left Chick-fil-A, the Omni for a little bit, and now the Navy. But everything – Everything panned out. Honestly, there wouldn't be a thing I would change about high school. Everybody we graduated with was awesome. The school was awesome. Um, 
everything worked out perfectly, man. So I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I kind of say the same thing, but obviously some choices I made in high school. <laughs> I mean, I probably wouldn't have as much gray hair anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I've got a couple uh, – But, couple hey, of I – Oh, bro, this yeah. I get jokes cracked at me so much right now. They're like, Warren, you're not even 30 yet. You got gray. And I'm like, it's been a life. <laughs> yeah. We're on that Obviously, when we first got out of high school, it was rough. Huh? I said, we're on that down, downhill spiral to uh, 30 years old, man. It'll be 27 this year. Oh, my gosh, man. People were, people were already rounding my age up. I was just turning 29 this year, and they're like, all right, throwing that 30 number. I was like, come on, man. Wait another year. Start that. <laughs> Just wait another year before we throw that in there. But James, I appreciate you doing this with me today. Uh, say hi to the family. I'm very glad to see everything's doing well for you. And I know for a fact you're gonna be an awesome dad, a good husband, and man, hopefully we'll see each other before the graduation. I'm at the high school reunion. No problem, brother. I appreciate you having me, man. And uh, keep up the good work with the podcast. It's a joy to listen to, and it's pretty awesome to be a part of. So maybe when I'm in Uli next time, we'll link up. Okay. Hey, sounds like a plan, my friend. All right, man. Take it easy. All right, brother. Be safe out there. All right, later. Hey, how you doing, man? What's up, man? How's it going? Good, good. Long time no here. No, how are you, man? Hey, it's it's nighttime, I guess. <laughs> the baby's finally sleeping. <laughs> I know it. It can be a little tough with the kids, man. <laughs> how is father life treating you, my friend? It's good, dude. Uh, just a little adjustment period, I think, of uh, getting used to no sleep and always having to be there for him or whatnot, but it's definitely worth it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And how old is he now? He's about almost two months, about a month and three weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. They grow fast. Man. I know. He's already, he's already busting out of uh, onesies and whatnot and next stage up in diapers and everything. Oh. So he's getting big. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are the, those are the moments. So uh, my daughter now is – she's walking now, but good Lord, that child's into everything and sad thing is when I have Matthew, Matthew was like the easiest kid to basically watch or anything. Like I could fall asleep and know my son wasn't doing it. I can't even blink if my daughter is doing something. Yeah, so, not getting into stuff. <laughs> she looks like she's got my look the looks of my wife, but the energy of me, so we're doing so <laughs> for sure, dude. Yeah, Preston's pretty easy, so we'll see how you know, as time progresses, if he gets more of a handful or not. Yeah, so how how's the family and everything going? Good, man. Uh, my wife's going to school. Obviously, just had the baby, so adjusting to that. My mom and dad are great. Brother's uh, still in school. My sister's uh, in Jacksonville working for uh, Winn-Dixie Corporate, so everything's good, man. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where are you living, man? I'm in Pensacola now, so I'm actually the other side of Florida. Yeah. Okay. I, I remember you stayed in Washington for a while, right? 
Yeah, so I did three years up in Washington, uh, and then I got orders here so in Pensacola, basically by uh, University of West Florida area for another year or so. I've been here for about two years. And then the plan is to get out of the Navy and move back home, but we'll see uh, what happens with the whole coronavirus and whatnot and if I have to stay in. So. Oh, yeah, they're going to make you have to stay in if it gets worse? Uh, it's not necessarily going to make me stay in, but opportunities on the other side and everything going on in the world kind of uh-huh. is deterring me from potentially getting out because I wanted to get out and actually do the Jacksonville Sheriff's yeah. Office, but with everything going on with the world and society, it's kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that anymore. I want to give it time to cool down. So we'll see, man. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, I appreciate you. Yeah, man. For your service. And I remember when you were actually slightly getting into the Navy. Obviously, our friend Mark was in the Navy for about a year or so before you got in and stuff. But I'm glad you followed through. And, and man, you it looks like you're doing pretty well. You got a family now, kid. Uh, you living in the life now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, the Navy's been great and whatnot. Um, I'd say getting into it. What made you want to go into the Navy? Uh, my dad was in for 24 years, so it's kind of like following in his footsteps. Uh, it's always it's a good life choice. I mean, they pay for a bunch of your stuff, housing, school. When you get out, you have a lot of job opportunities because you're a veteran. Um, yeah, mostly just for, like, pride within the family just to do it. You never – so uh, what's your job in the Navy? I'm a master of arms, so I actually do security for the Navy. I'm basically, like, a military police. Okay. So you you do the same thing as Mark, yep. right? Me and Mark are the same rank, same job, same everything. So he's just at a different uh, uh-huh. duty station. I think he's on a ship at the moment. Okay. Well, where were you, where were you usually stationed on the ship or submarine? Which one? So went to boot camp, then went to a school, and then my first duty station was actually up in uh, Silverdale, Washington, where I did uh, security for nuclear weapons for the submarines and stuff. And then uh, here, I'm actually on shore duty, which basically means like time off from like your real job. So I do security at a hospital. It's really laid back and easy. Hey, I'm I'm glad everything's panning out for you, even though with the circumstances going on in the world and stuff. But hey, it's glad to see you back in Florida. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I I'm terrible at getting a hold of anyone. <laughs> no, you're good, man. I appreciate that. How's your family and stuff doing? Everything panning out? Uh, we're doing pretty decent. I mean, we're getting prepared to take my son back to his mom's. So he's been here since April. That's one good thing since the coronavirus because obviously you knew what situation with my son and stuff. And um, this is actually the longest we've ever had him. And he's eight now. So it was pretty cool to actually have him my first time since he was two to actually have him and see him on his actual birthday and not have to be on a phone was definitely something I really am appreciative of. If anything, to find something good out of this virus thing, whatever, I got to have my son for a long time. Uh, he goes back July 1st, sadly, even though it kind of feels like summertime just started. But it feel, you don't really even keep counting anymore since you've graduated from school and stuff. So <laughs> I don't know what really a summer is other, other than, hey, it's hot. <laughs> Honestly, man, once you, you, know, I mean, you graduate high school and whatnot, like none of that – 
I mean, quite frankly, I'm not going to say it doesn't matter, but you just lose track of it. You know, when you're in high school, you're looking forward mm-hmm. to that summer break and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, that was like our vacation type scenario, but obviously when that world world hits now, it's just like just another day. So, but I mean, just take advantage of it. I mean, I, obviously I tell these kids, obviously these people that had to deal with quarantine for the senior year, I mean, that's just heartbreaking, honestly, because I didn't have much of a senior year. I didn't really care to do all the senior stuff at first, but all y'all made sure I did because we were all in a nice little close group and stuff. So For sure, for sure. What is uh, – what's the plans? Uh, so if you don't do security, I mean, uh, policemen or anything, what, what other options are you looking at trying? Um, I'm actually, I'm up for whatever, man. Like as long as the bills are paid and I have a great job and I actually enjoy what I do, uh, I'm going to keep all opportunities, uh-huh. all opportunities open. Um, state trooper, state trooper yeah. was another option I was thinking about doing, but for that, you got to be gone for seven months to do like the training. Um, not, not really uh-huh. sure if I want to do that with how young my son is and miss, you know, the first, you know, two years of his life or whatever. And yeah, but I'm up, I'm up for whatever. I'm about a year out now, so we'll see where life takes me. I'm just going to start applying for places. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. I just started working on my resume. It's crazy started. how you could basically be out of the Navy. For just, I, remember, I remember it was like maybe a year or two before, after we graduated, you decided you wanted to go in the Navy, wasn't it? Or did you decide to go right after Mark came back from Blue Camps? Because I remember you had an option on it. Yeah, so – Mark originally he joined and left, you know, a couple of weeks after we graduated. So I was thinking about the Navy and then I decided against it. And I went to a FSCJ for a couple of years and did that. And I decided school wasn't really for me. And that's when I joined. So I joined about two years after we graduated, two or three. Yeah. So I remember it was a while. It's crazy to believe we've been graduating for nine years now. It's kind of sickening. <laughs> I know. We're coming up on our. Uh, 10-year reunion is there a plan for that i don't i honestly i don't know i i've actually asked around and hope we are because i mean i'm looking forward to it for sure yeah i mean it, it's crazy yeah, to sure. believe it's crazy to believe how fast it's gone i remember i was looking at our old yearbooks because i had some stuff at my parents house and i finally decided to go over and finally get all my trophies and stuff out of there well they kind of just said hey you need to come over here and clean out this so, at least they cleaned everything for me. But, man, when you just look at the years on the stuff, and I'm just like, man, it doesn't seem like that long ago. And now we're actually having con- like having conversations. Like, we were all like, yeah, we weren't going to have to worry about that in the long run, whatever. And it really is true, exactly what people say. Like, man, back in the day, we actually are using that scene now because things ain't like how we used to have in high school and stuff. So, it's, it's really crazy. Crazy and it's just like wow, like how fast time and it is just quick, quickly going and no pause button is happening. Yep, it's truly frustrating, man, to think that we've almost been out of high school for ten years, and it's it's really cool to see I where know. everybody's at as well. You got people in the military, you got people civilian life doing great for themselves, you got people doing trade schools all over the place, man, and everybody's been pretty successful from our class. I'd say we're all doing our own thing, and yeah, know. I know we have lots. Uh, we've had a lot of graduates 
a lot of them, man. Shout out to all the class of 2011 for uh, just achieving what you were going in there to do. Uh, I, just, I didn't fully finish college, whatever. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was just back and forth. And then obviously when Matthew came in the picture, and that was actually one reason why I decided I was going to do it. It's just like, you know what? I got to do it. I got to have something to provide for my family because obviously I was able to be very well living and everything when my dad was in the Navy, even though I was so against it. And obviously in the, in the end, even though after I passed everything, the guy forgot my paperwork, I rode all the way down there and then they told me, hey, you got to ride all the way back. I had to ride all the way to Indiana. Hey, they didn't have my paperwork. Didn't ride all the way back. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not doing it. So obviously there was just no reason for me to do it. <laughs> they make it a huge pain when you're joining. It took me like eight months, I it, think. The the training issue, I mean, I'm not trying to knock on it or anything, but I, I could do it easily. And um it was just I I was so against it because I remember how my dad was with me. I felt like I was the man of the house, so when he would come home, I just wouldn't understand what's his purpose there. And, I mean, that's really wrong for me to say. And it's sad because I really a long time because, because of the Navy. And, honestly, it wasn't honestly fully his fault, but in ways I thought it was. And um, I didn't want that for my son, but, obviously, somebody else made sure that decision wasn't my choice. But um, mm-hmm. now it's sad now that, I mean, like maybe two years ago, now me and my dad are really close, and we were never close. Like, it's weird to even get a text message for months now. Now it's like every other week, and it's just like, wow. Like, my wife's even said, like, how much has changed and stuff like that. It's just cool. But yeah, um, definitely so understand tell me about everything in Pensacola. How's life in Pensacola right now, my friend? It's good. Uh, it's kind of like home, like Yulee in the sense there's the beach, a bunch of different stuff to do, but it's not quite like being at home. Uh, the West Florida mm-hmm. area is nice, but doesn't compare anything to Jacksonville. I may be a little bit biased because we're from there, but uh, it's not bad over here, man. A lot of it's the same. I remember you wanted to leave Jacksonville. Same. I remember – the young you was like, I'm ready to go. Like, I didn't want to be in Yulee. Don't want to be in Jacksonville. And I was that same way for a while. And I was just like, man, no, nothing's like home, even though Yulee is nothing what we remember at all. It, <laughs> it's it's crazy, man, uh, how much things have changed there. And, you know, like the older I've, that we've gotten, I should say, the more mature we've become. And that was just me being a little, you know, immature, like, wanting to get out of home and there's nothing wrong with that but the older you become you realize everything that home gave you and there's just nothing quite like being at home and so that's one of my Mm -hmm. main reasons too for wanting to get out of the navy and you know give my family a good life i want my son to be raised in the same area and not have to go through what i've been through uh with my dad being in constantly having to move all those issues that what you said you had with your father and whatnot like i had similar ones you know my dad was, he was always there when I growing mm-hmm. up, but the Navy is just hard on families, man. So I want 
Preston to be able to be raised in the same area and just have an overall, you know, better upbringing in regards to being able to have the same, uh, like, foundation almost, you know. Because mm-hmm. you remember, you know, as yeah, a kid, I being, being in school, yeah, and then you're like, oh, parents are like, oh, yeah, we're moving in a couple months, having to leave your friends. Like, I mean, it got it got to a point where you were just used to it, and that's that's the sad part. Like you were literally like, I remember when we first moved to Yuli. Uh, I've already moved like four times, and I told my mom when I got when we got to our house. This was our first ever house when we moved to Yuli, and um, <laughs> I looked at her. I saw it was nothing but trees, wind Dixie. And maybe what you see down 17 is literally the same thing that it was when I first got here. And um, they were just in talks about getting a Lowe's and a Walmart. Yeah, that's how long I've been here. And I looked at my mom because I used to have boxes. And sometimes I would unpack it, sometimes I wouldn't. I looked at her and said, I ain't unpacking. Like, I did not like look. I didn't like anything about it. I was like, moved us from the city to this. I was like, this is terrible. Like, what, what am I going to do at, like, six or seven years old? <laughs> Honestly. It, it's crazy, though, because if you go – I'm just about five and a half hours away, so I'll go visit my parents every now and then, and so much has changed. So much has changed. It's, mm-hmm. it's absolutely insane. You got Publix. You got, you know, restaurants that were only on the island. Now you can find them out in Yuli, Fancy Sushis, Axby's, all that stuff. It's – it's crazy. And then they have a whole new town, wildlife that they're building and whatnot, close to my parents' neighborhood. So, it's just, I just found out about that place. Like literally, I I've went to Yulee a couple of times now recently. I went, re- I've went since I've had Matthew because obviously I got taken to go see my family all the time. But I didn't know what the heck a wildlife was, and I asked my mom, and then I was like, "Is that just the school name? What, what is?" This? He's like, no, that's going to be like a town. Because I live in Orange Park, and I live close to, like, the Oakleaf area. And mm-hmm. they were trying to tell me that's what that's what wildlife's going to be. It's kind of like an Oakleaf area. And I was like, all right, so does that mean there ain't going to be no trees in Yulee pretty soon? Pretty, pretty my much. Family's me everything it's like, it's pretty much. Long. Yeah, it's like it's almost a full-on cut down over there. And I was just like, wow. And now I hear there's traffic nonstop. And I live on Blanding talking about traffic <laughs> yeah you know about traffic blending super bad oh i used to, actually, uh, oh. used to live over on dunn avenue my family and i before we even moved to yuli so we know all about traffic and whatnot it's gotten terrible up there i think they're working on expanding the roads but who knows when that's going to be done man i've been seeing that construction site there since oh my goodness it's been about four years now almost with all that construction but I I like I like to visit Yuli, but I would never really say I live back in Yuli, even though my wife is already trying to find houses in Yuli. I'm just sitting there looking at him like, <laughs> middle name. Oh, is there you go. Yeah, man. I gotta ask. I gotta yeah. ask. Uh, your show's awesome. I love listening to it now. What made you start doing podcasts? 